0: Welcome back to episode 52 of Built for Better. Uh, Today I had Isaac John on my podcast. Ice is the owner and founder of YKTR, the clothing company. Uh, He also played uh, NRL. He represented the Kiwis. Uh, and all round, he's just someone that I follow. He puts out lots of valuable content on social media. And to be honest, I've never spoke to the guy before, but I feel like I know him because I've watched so many vlogs, listened to so many of his podcasts, and I've got so many tips and tricks off over the time. Uh, so to get him on my podcast is honestly like a blessing. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Uh, this is why I started a podcast, to talk to people who inspire me to spend half an hour with him uh, is it crazy thought and something a couple of years ago I wouldn't have thought it's possible. Um, but before we get into it, let's roll the intro. I'm
1: sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I mean to make a rush for the door, but times a currency, I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon, I mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me, like your mom's seeing you news. Hey bro, what's up? Hey mate, how are ya? Thanks, thanks for having me on.
0: No, thank you. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to speak to a little country PT. It means the world to me. No worries bro, let's get into it. Like most people are just getting up, it's 8.30 in the morning, you're already five hours into your day. What is it with waking up early that you enjoy?
1: Um, just a lot of time to myself, bro. Like, uh, well, obviously when I get to work, a lot of things happen and you're sort of reactive once I get to work. So I sort of found as like if I was waking up a little bit later, I've always kind of been an early riser. Um, If I was waking up a little bit later, just rolling into work, I just felt like my day would get on top of me instead of me taking on the day as well. So yeah, well, it's getting up about three. Uh, 4.30 just kind of getting earlier and earlier like I'm getting a lot busier through the day so I get home and I'm asleep I'm asleep by 7.38 anyway so my body just wakes up 3.30 at the moment yeah nice couple times at 2.30 bro so (laughs) (laughs) like that's like a little bit too early but um I just sort of get up and get on with it and have you bought yourself an assault bike yeah yeah got an assault bike I've got an adjustable bench in there as well but least handyman in the world. So I've got to get someone to come put it together and hopefully gonna get an infrared sauna soon as well too. So um just be wake up and do something and work out, bro. Feel a lot better for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. And did you make that workout yourself up this morning? Was it 50 burpees, 50 calories, 40, 40?
1: Um I've got friends that are PTs that send me programs and sort of stuff like that. And then sometimes I just jump on um, Pinterest bro and sort of look for ideas on there as well. But I've got a PT that sends me Free stuff as well because I've helped him out for a few things so um, he's good like that
0: yeah nice looks like a tough one uh, you jump on a plane mate uh, the bloke sitting next to you ask what do you do how do you answer that I know you've got so many different things going on
1: Um, I usually try and stick to myself on the plane <laughs> a, nah but I would probably say entrepreneur right now Um, I definitely think I am when I was a little bit younger like a lot of people used to call me an entrepreneur at the time when yktl was just starting I really didn't like I felt guilty saying that, like I felt like like a bit of an uh, imposter syndrome style thing. But right now I'm comfortable in saying I'm an entrepreneur and someone that really enjoys building businesses.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, obviously, uh, played lots of, in the NRL, you represented your country. What was the highlight of your footy career?
1: Uh, probably getting injured and in that's probably a little bit of a weird one. <laughs> it, it sort of really helped my progression to where I'm at right now. And I know, I know, like when I, at the time I was like, oh, why me, why me, why me? I sort of that victim mentality where I felt really sorry for myself, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause it shaped me up in, in this position I am right now. Cause when I got injured, I started reading and then started to accumulate a bunch of different knowledge and a bunch of different books. And by the time I'd finished, I read about a hundred books and sort of set me up moving outside of football. So right, that was my highlight to be honest.
0: Yeah. Nice. And looking back on your 40 years, is there a bit of advice that you got during that time that really sticks out for you now?
1: Um, I had Ivan Cleary as a lot of my coach. Uh, the whole time I played first grade, he was always sort of my coach. And I didn't play many first grade games, but I was in the system for a long time. Um, He had a bunch of different ones. But one of my favorite ones is just to have a short-term memory within football. Uh, you got to sort of get on and get over it. And that's probably one of the one skill sets that transfers over to business really well. And it's like things aren't always going to go well and plays are always going to fall down and players are going to knock the ball on. It's just like how do you react off the back of that? Um, That's been really important. Uh. I probably could reference a bunch of different ones, but off the top of my head, that was sort of the first one I thought of. So Yeah, I love that. Um it's just get on with it, bro. It's like, all right, this shit happens, all right, get on with it, learn from it. That that feedback loop is really important. So um, I'm I'm happy to change ideas and business models on the at the drop of a hat, as that's because I've come from a football experience where you have to learn on the go and and you have to change on the go. So it's a skill set that I've carried over to business.
0: Yeah, nice. And you spent time in New Zealand, England, Penrith and Manly. Where was the most enjoyable? Not Nothing to do with football, but where did you enjoy your time the most?
1: Um, I, In terms of groups of people, probably the Wakefield boys are probably the funniest group chat that I've been a part of. I think Pommies, their sense of humour is very laid back and chilled, especially in the north. um, It's all about just having a bit of banter, but I really enjoyed our time at Penrith uh, probably the most because – we were all sort of in the similar bunch. Like there was no one that was really like a superstar at the time. Um, we had a bit of success off the back of that as well. So it was a really enjoyable time, and I uh, got to meet a f- couple guys out of my friends for life now. So I enjoyed that.
0: Penrith looks like the spot to be playing now too. They look like they're having a, a heap of fun playing footy.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been built off the back of like when was I there? Like seven, eight years of like developing juniors as well so they're starting to reap the rewards now and it wasn't like that when we were there uh, we had we kind of overachieved for the team that we had uh, but they're they're in a prime position to actually do something now so it's been cool to watch from from a distance so obviously being a part of it and then stepping back and then seeing what they were talking about when they, they were going like oh, all these juniors are going to be coming through um and they're going to be the next superstars and it's kind of happened so it's cool to watch that thing, those types of things happen yeah for sure Um, How
0: hard was it, mate, to go, I'm just giving footy away completely to dive into YKTR? I'm sure you could have um, made even decent money just playing park footy down around there.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was actually quite easy for me. It was like a weight off my shoulders. Um, I talked about, I got injured one time and I snapped my pec and I said, it was the first time I said it out loud. I was like, oh, I think I'm done with football. And it was, like, it was like a weight dropped off my shoulders. I felt light. I felt free. I felt excited to move into a different direction. When I look back right now, I'm like, fuck, that's kind of a really bold move because I didn't have too much money behind me at the time and too many assets behind me at the time. But yeah, I'm glad I did. I just felt something pulling me away, bro. And, and I'm glad I followed it.
0: Yeah, and correlations between footy and business, do they link up much at all?
1: Yeah, um, yes and no. So yes, in terms of like, if you do all the right things off the field, eat well, train well, um, you seem to get better business results and you seem to get better sports results. And the other side of it as well, like in sports for for like, if I'm going against you in sports, like for me to win, you have to lose. And business is not really like that. You can like I can help a bunch of different businesses win as well. So um, that's probably the main differences, I reckon.
0: Yeah, for sure um so obviously you've built this from the ground up and we see all the success now like collections selling out in minutes tell us about some of the struggles that have been along the journey
1: uh just when i look back on our early phases it was like i really enjoyed it but it was, it was really hard at the same time but i just kind of knew i was going to get through it so i, I associate it to a preseason where like sometimes you wake up and you're so tired and you're so fucked, but you just you have to keep turning up and turning up. And then by the time the season comes and when you're ready to go, like you've got a good base behind you. So those struggles early on, not knowing what you, what to do, not having any mentor to, to sort of lean on. I just kind of winged it, bro. And I'm glad I did. Cause I learned a lot of lessons on my own, but that was like, those were the struggle days. But at the same time I found it fun. like, I thought I like, this is mad. Like I'm, I'm working for myself. I'm building my own dreams. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I, I'm going to have a crack. And That was exciting. Yeah, I love that.
0: And is there a piece of advice in business that you've
1: received that really sticks out for you? Oh, no, nah, not off the top of my head. Like Gary Vee's always sort of been my reference point for a lot of things. But um, one of the ones he said, and we double down on this, is the brand that's closest to the people is always going to win. So our goal is to provide as much value as possible through either entertainment or education. And hopefully someone buys a t-shirt off the back of that. But if they don't, who cares? Like we're, we're going to rock up tomorrow and make more content like I get people coming through saying I'll never buy any of your shirts because one, I can't afford them. Two, I don't like the designs. Or three, um, I prefer other brands, but your content makes me happy. So that's like a win-win for us. Uh, makes me feel better. I know, I know you talked about selling out and stuff like that. Like that's cool. Um, but when you get DMs saying, like my girlfriend's just broken up with me and your content's helped me get through and it's a lot deeper than that. Um, Suicidal ones as well. So I sort of measure success on those types of things bro those types of dms and clothes will sell itself after the back of that if you can provide value um you can you can sell pretty much anything yeah i love that
0: um how do you feel when a collection sells
1: out um sounds cocky but it happens a lot now so we've kind of gotten used to it i'll talk about the other side of it like it fucks off a lot of people like really gets people like frustrated and angry. Like it sounds great. And I can sit here and go, yeah, look at us. We sell out. We're ordering more stock and it just keeps seems to keep moving and moving and we're getting people buying hoodies and then selling them for like $400 more than what they bought them for. So it, it was starting to get a little bit weird. So a lot of people get frustrated as well. Like we've had people saying like, I'll never buy from you guys again. I've been on three times and I haven't been out a cop. And it's kind of like, um, like the catch 22 of it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's great, but then you're going to fuck off some other people as well. So it's interesting. It's interesting. And um, a, yeah, go, mate. Sorry, we've made a sort of cautious note of like every time we'd sell out, I'd jump on camera and go, oh, you hey guys, are like, I'm so sorry. And this is built off the back of um, frustrated emails and, and people saying, like, I just go fuck yourself, like shit like that. <laughs> um, we, we're just going to operate it as like, oh, that's just business as usual. And that's just the way it is. Uh, we're not going to always front the camera and go, Oh fuck! Like I'm so sorry. Like we're ordering more stock, which we are, but it's just kind of what we do now at the moment. So we we go hard on content, and and sometimes our stuff's gonna sell out, and it is what it is. So that's sort of how we're gonna be operating moving forward.
0: And is that do you get like a feeling of success when you see it happen? Like do you feel like what's the feeling you get?
1: Oh, it's this reminds me of sports. So if we've put in all the hard work, and and you sort of see the results off the back of it, you. Yeah you kind of look back on the past couple of weeks or the past six months and you like, Oh, this is why we've been a success on this certain night where we're sold out in five to 10 minutes. But if you behind the scenes, if you see everything that we're doing in terms of marketing and replying to people and doing, it doesn't really surprise you. Um, so I, I don't get super buzzed about it anymore because it's been a result of preparation.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: Um, I've obviously
0: done 75 hard, so all my listeners know about it. What provoked you to make the jump to do
1: it? I had Mark Boris on the podcast one time, and off air he goes, if you if you want to be a success, you can't be doing what everyone else is doing or you get what everyone else has got. And um, I've got big, big dreams, bro, and I, I talk about dreams quite often. I'm like, oh, I'm going to start YKTR Sports, and we're going to change immediately. I, I just say some outlandish shit sometimes, and I just didn't feel like my actions were lining up to where I wanted to go. And I've been an Andy Frizzella fan for uh, four or five years. MFCEA was a big part of everything. When I first started, he was my, like, Gary V was my um, North Star. And then Andy Frizzella was my my daily listen. I'd drive to work 20 minutes and Frizzella be on every single time. Pump you Uh, up. Pump you up. like And nice and direct, too. So it was was refreshing. Um, So I've known about 75 Hard for years. And I kind of just neglected my health because, as you do, you make up excuses. Like, I'm too busy. I'm working too hard. Um, so I just wanted to just sort of level up every part of my life and it's done that. So that was sort of the main reason, bro. I really want to level up in every aspect. Like my relationships are better. Obviously your body gets in better shape mentally, bro. Like that clarity. Uh, we talked about morning at the start where like, when I come to work, it's like, all right, solve, 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 problem solve. All right. How do I pay this invoice? What designs? Like I'm very hands on still with a lot of the stuff. Um, and by doing 75 hard, bro, it's just made my life a little bit easier and, and everything else better, financially better. And, um, Personal finances has gone up, business finances has gone up. Collectively, holistically, um, I'm in a better place right now, and I won't I won't continue to do it, but I'll do a version of it. So I'll train every morning, no matter what. Um, Mostly stick to a diet. I had pizza last night, which was like refreshing and nice. And um, but the core of it, especially during the week, is going to be very similar.
0: Yeah, like I guess it um, makes you appreciate a treat, isn't it? Like a treat is no longer like occasional anymore it's like an everyday
1: thing that we treat ourselves yeah and there's a like, there's a consequence off the back of it as well so had maccas one of like two nights ago and like for, it tasted amazing in my mind and then afterwards i bloated i felt yuck next day i woke up you know what i mean and then had pizza last night i only had two slices i got a full pizza i had two slices so i had half a pizza then same thing like bloated felt yuck went to sleep woke up this morning i wasn't zingy as i normally am but um still got up and got it done but yeah there's a consequence of that type of food and, and a lot of the time it just becomes rhythm bro it's just like all right i'm eating shit all the time and you just think waking up tired normal it's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah you um, should not diet or like so i get to get plenty of sleep but i find when i eat that type of food especially off the back of what i've been doing man really struggle in the morning eh?
0: And how do, you, um, how do you go off a little sleep? Like you're so used to getting to bed early, say on a weekend, you sit up, watch the footy, and then you're still up early. Do you find you really struggle?
1: Um, I'm all right. Like when on those struggle days when I first started out, like I'd go to bed about 1 or 2 and then wake up at 5. And that was like fucking for ages, bro. And I look back and I'm just like that, like bags underneath my eyes. I was skinny as fuck um fucking stressful ass. so i don't i can operate off a little bit of sleep i don't mind it but obviously you want to be operating off your eight at at least and um i started watching have you watched that joe rogan when he's talking to that sleep doctor yeah yeah so i watched that because i used to watch joe rogan every night and then i watched that and that sort of changed my mentality in and around sleeping it's like the ultimate superpower yeah it's michael walker yeah, he's great. Listen, if you, if you, he, there's a micro clip of it about 20 minutes, that's a really good listen as well. Um, just so, some of the basic stuff like temperature, having a nighttime routine, obviously, digital sunsets, like turning your phone off. I used to struggle with that type of thing because I, I was like, Oh, I need to be out working everyone. You just need to be working a little bit smarter than everyone. That's that's the goal. That's the goal.
0: You mentioned that you're very hands on. Um, how do you get to the next step that you, um, find it really easy to delegate and trust people with the?
1: Oh, you just got to, yeah, I'm um, hands on a few things, but um what I do, bro, is so like what you do if your business is go, you go $10, $100, $1,000 and $10,000. And then everything that you do in a day or anything that your staff does in a day, like write it down. So say posting on social media, that'd be classes, $10 job. And you do that, say, so fill that all out. What I do, I only focus on things that uh, worth ten thousand dollars so for us it might be put into collection to give their marketing campaigns and stuff like that so you start to delegate the things that are in that ten dollar hundred dollar mark and that's when you can know that you need staff because i i can spend time answering emails all, all day and um doing posts on social media and shit like that but it's not going to move my brand forward it's not going to move YKTR forward because mm-hmm. my time needs to be focused on these things that are actually going to make us money so um, once i've done that sort of task it was a very different. like it's weird like when you start, you're, you're so busy by just being for the sake of being busy and you go to sleep and you're tired. When you when you start to transition and you start to delegate, you think your life gets easier, which it does. But in terms of mental capacity, you're thinking about a lot bigger decisions and you go to bed just as tired because you're like, all right, I've got a bit more time. I really need to focus on these budgets and this is how we're going to make X amount or this is what this um, collection is going to look like and feel like. You go to bed just as tired. You're not doing as many tasks, but you're doing really big decisions. And if I make three or four bad errors with YKTR, you know, we, we could be gone. Yeah, we, sure. we, we could be done. So I need to be over here.
0: You mentioned at the start, like, you got injured, you started reading books. Did you read books
1: as a kid and during before that? I uh, done well in school. Like, my mum was the type of – my dad was my football coach. My mum was like, if you don't do well in school, you can't play football. So I had that really good balance. So I, I done well in school. I was just lazy. So I could read, but I never – enjoy reading and i kind of got it through Um, i was injured one time and and one of the guys gave me a book about lance armstrong because i was going to be on the bike for the next six months and he goes read this book and it'll give you a bit of perspective and you might enjoy riding and listening about a peloton and stuff like that and i actually did so it gave me my first bit of perspective about life where i was very much footy focused and tunnel vision i was like footy 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 um and then once your footy got taken away it feels like your whole world gets taken away so it gave me perspective i love how i felt afterwards much like a workout had an endorphin hit It was kind of like an endorphin hit for my mind so i felt lighter i felt free i felt a little bit smarter and i just kind of doubled down on the bro so not 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 straight away but as i've gotten older i really start to enjoy it two parts to this how important
0: is having a mentor and then how important is continued education Oh,
1: everything bro every so, so mentors cut your learning curve in half and um say someone like Corey, is, oh, you need a mentor like as a joke but you got to think a coach is a mentor a parent is a mentor um it doesn't always have to be a business type of mentor but it's just a great soundboard bro because usually they've been through that experience so i would be like hey can i go let's go do this and like nah this is why or yes this is why so a lot of mentors don't really give you the answer they just ask you different questions and and they're usually thought-provoking questions. They're usually calm. They're usually, like, because they've been there before and seen it all before, they, they have this calm presence about them and, and we sort of gravitate towards that. If you think about sports, when everything's chaotic, you look to the guy who's the best, who's the most calm, Your Cameron Smiths, your are Daily Cherry Evans, you know what I mean? And that's just how life works. When everything's going chaotic, we look for order. So, um, and that's what mentors do. Like, there's days I've been in business and I feel like fucking the world's crumbling in and around me I talk to these guys and like, yeah, that, like that stuff happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they calm you down. Um, continue educate, continued education, key to life, man. If you, if you, if you've got the richest people in the world, like Warren Buffett and, and Bill Gates, and they're reading eight hours a day, like you know, they never literally have to work a day in their life. They could spend millions of dollars every single day and never run out of money. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you just got to look to the top. And if those guys are spending eight hours a day of reading and they're at the top of the world, and there's something in it.
0: Man, I only started reading books maybe five years ago. Kick myself now. Like, not a natural reader, but just start small and it eventually comes along. What's your favorite book? Uh, Atomic Habits, for sure. Yeah. I got heaps out of that. Um one yeah, 5am Club was also up there as well. Mm. Um, Obviously, very successful podcast, mate. Who's the favorite guest you've ever...
1: Um, forefront of mine at the moment is Quade Cooper. And, and obviously, he had the goal the the kick, but just the evolution of it has been and obviously he was my friend growing up as well. So I've known him since I was three or four. Um like we best mates growing up. So that was a cool podcast. And it sort of broke down the narrative about him. Like he's had this like sort of cocky demeanor that everyone thought he was and probably at a time he was that. But that's probably the reaction, the best ones I've got the reactions off the back of is like, bro, Quay's actually a really good dude. And and that's hard when, when you know someone's a good dude and they're getting battered in the media and, and they're not usually really using their platform to stick up for themselves. It's cool to break down those types of wars, bro. So um, that's been a cool one. I haven't really been podcasting. I've been jumping on stuff like this a lot just so I can give back in some way, shape or form, but I'm going to get back podcasting pretty soon. So I'm excited to start interviewing people again. Yeah, nice. Um, What's success for you? waking up in the morning first five seconds am i excited to get up or not that's it
0: yeah i love that i knew it i've heard it a million times but i wanted my <laughs> listeners to hear it that's, um, my thing,
1: bro. that's my thing
0: yeah if you could look back on your whole journey what are you proud of what stands out
1: uh, probably where i'm at right now and I, I move so quickly i talk quickly bro like i'm like I'm up i'm about i'm in the out. like sometimes when i slow down and i was just looking in my office the other day and we had a full full office or oh, not a full office we had three or four people but sort of sit there now and I feel like we're creating a pretty cool brand you know what I mean I feel like we're making a bit of an impact and we've got really good staff members and and um, they're doing cool things now and they're starting to grow and they're starting to make more money um as a single guy that's 32 like I kind of look to these guys I want I want their growth to like my growth and their growth to go simultaneous you know what I mean and one of the big themes that we have here at YKTR is the rising tide raises all ships and um, I want that for, for us as well. So um, I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah, love that.
0: What's your why?
1: Oh, that, that first five seconds, bro. Like, obviously, Gary Vee is like a big thing. It's like, you're going to die one day. And there's a quote, I'm not too sure who, who who the original one, like they say, a man's got two lives. And he start, the second one starts when you realize he's only, he's only got one. So um, when I look at my life right now, I enjoy every part of my day. I enjoy like people here at 2.30 and waking up and they're like, fuck that. You know what I mean? But I'm excited to get up. Um, I'm just excited to go to sleep as I am to go get up. So that's my why, bro. I want to build some cool things. Uh, I want to build cool businesses. I want to be financially free. I want to help people along the way. I want to change some narratives in and around sports as well. So I've got plenty, but that first five seconds is what I hang hang my hat on.
0: Looking forward five years, tell us what your life will look like.
1: Um, Hopefully similar, but at scale. And I don't know, like, I don't want to be like the biggest brand in the world. That's just not my thing. Um, I just want to be, no, do you know what? I just want to have maximized my potential. That's probably the easiest answer. I can say all these big things and I do want to build cool businesses and big businesses and stuff like that. But I remember I look back on my football career And someone asked me what your biggest fear was. And I was like, I haven't maximized my potential. And I was on my last year of football. Um, And one thing I learned about being an average footballer is that I don't want to be average in this next part of my life. So five years, I just want to look back and go, yeah, I've done everything I can and I've maximized my potential. And a lot of people see potential um, as a compliment. Like, oh, he's got potential. I just, I kind of see it as like an insult. You know what I mean? It's like, you haven't done the work to get there yet. So um, I just want to look. Back on these past five years and gone, yeah, I've done everything I can to be the best I can and, and, and help as many people as I can and I've maximized that potential.
0: Mate, you're a legend. I didn't really want to talk on um, all the stuff previous because I've heard it all and if anyone else wants to listen to it, there's um, oh, hundreds of episodes of you. you go <laughs> thank back you. listening. appreciate that. Um, but, mate, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you and everything you do. Um,
1: Yeah. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me on. And hopefully the podcast and that goes really well. So I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Later. Later, bro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spent in a pace where every hour waste I need an escape to spend to me. And I mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency, I'm currently poor. i believe be
0: leaving it soon. I mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me, like your mom seeing your new know. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like this episode, if you got something from it, take a screenshot, pop it on your Instagram story, and tag Uh, both myself and ice in it. That'll help spread the word. Uh, If you haven't done so already, make sure you jump over and leave a review. Uh, That will mean the world to me. Till next time, later.